0: everybody welcome to this xbox life episode number 512 titled "Bungie breakup my name is rob your host for the show today um this is the show this xbox life about uh xbox gaming microsoft whatever else uh we slash i want to talk about at the moment uh, got a uh, whole bunch of changes going on i don't know how things are going to go here changing the whole back end for the streaming and i don't know we'll see it's exciting times exciting times and uh i probably should do a backup recording <laughs> let me uh well i don't have my software up and running but uh okay well we'll see what happens so it looks like, let's see, are we connected? Yes, we're connected to Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube. Yes, all of them. And it looks good so far. Well, we'll see what happens. So uh, as as i mentioned here, there's a whole bunch of changes coming to the show here. Uh, got the first um, in action today. Got some stuff coming up next week and the following week thereafter, and thereafter, and thereafter. And thanks Gunny Chief for, uh, I think that was uh, streaming there. Uh, all right. So anyway, let's put all that aside and the difficulties that I had getting the show going because I sound like my good buddy Mark there <laughs> with uh, good old OBS updating and hosing the audio and the webcam it can't be just us having this problem. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I Or maybe it's you just don't upgrade. Don't upgrade. Just leave it at uh, the old version and don't upgrade every single time. But anyway, just a couple quick announcements here. Listen to us live on Twitch Mixer and YouTube. And I think YouTube is working. Hey, Gunny Chief. Uh, I think YouTube is working. I'm crossing my fingers. Um, we'll see. We'll see. But anyway, uh, right now I broadcast it at uh, approximately 10 p.m. or a little bit after on a Sunday and that's central time. And the show's going to be moving up a little bit and then probably to another day in the next uh, couple of weeks, months. We'll see how that goes. And then this is a show that is not affiliated uh, with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. It's being done by fans for fans of the Microsoft Xbox. The Views. And opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of Microsoft. So a couple things that I've been playing lately, and I gotta say at Fortnite, been going crazy with Fortnite leveling up uh, in Save the World. and uh, I'm getting a frustration sort of um, with Save the World at least, and that's that lately it's been matchmaking me with nobody. And if you've ever played Save the World, You know, some of these missions, you need help, especially if they're higher level missions. And um, so there was one, I decided to go at it myself. And there's this robot, Ray, that sort of like is the narrator. She kind of guides the story exactly what's going to happen and what you're supposed to do. So I started my mission. I found the stuff that I needed to find. I was getting... Uh, resources to build up my base i got my base almost like halfway done, a little bit more and then she pulls me out of the game so i wasted all my resources but anyway that's a small annoyance but the real annoyance is why can't it match you up with somebody all the time there's millions of people playing this it's got to find somebody it's got to find somebody and then also There's games where somebody joins in and then they leave right away. Either they're not, the level doesn't have something that they're looking for or they find what they're looking for and then they try to leave. I don't know what the deal is, but very annoying, extremely annoying. But uh, I still love the game. And again, uh, that saved the world, not the Battle Royale that uh, all the kiddos seem to like. But um, other than that, uh, I did take a chance on a game called donut county so this is a game that came out recently and it's a you know a basic game it's like 13 dollars, i think it was so it looked kind of interesting kind of puzzly kind of fun and what it is is you have this hole <laughs> which so you have this um area like somebody's house or whatever, there's like some that have a barn and there's stuff all around. And so what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to move this hole around, okay? And then you'll get people and objects and stuff that fall into the hole and then your hole grows bigger. So you're basically looking to find the small stuff first and then as it grows, as the hole grows, you can have it swallow up bigger things And then there's also uh, a couple sections that are sort of like puzzly, sort of. Like you get um, like water that goes into your hole. And so there's one of those, I don't know if you guys ever remember that bird that kind of like dips its head into the drink. It's sort of like that. It it dips its head into the hole and then it like drinks all the water. Now you got the water out and then there's a catapult that you can get for it. But anyway, so this game is... Kind of cute, kind of interesting, and as a whole, it was okay. It's I guess it's probably worth 12, 13 bucks. It'd be even better if it's on sale. But you know, I can't say that it was disappointing, but it wasn't a whole lot of fun. It was just okay. And there's just 24 levels, not super long. You can knock the whole thing out fairly quickly. And there's this dialogue that you have in between the levels of where these people are talking to this raccoon. That's sort of like the donut owner, the donut company owner. And, uh, the raccoon is up to no good. And there's a dialogue that goes back and forth. And at first it was kind of interesting and then it got really boring. And so I just sat there just fast forwarding through everything, but the game is, it's interesting. You know, if, if you're really bored, you like, this kind of stuff you might want to check it out and yeah it is kind of like katamari with less fun that's a interesting way to put it but uh yeah so it's uh interesting you might want to check it out if you have the time and uh gunny says it's also on mobile but uh yeah that's that i'd give it like a mixed uh maybe get it on sale or if it goes into uh game pass ever i don't know if it's game pass worthy but if if it ever goes in there you might want to give it a shot it's uh it's worth checking out i don't know if it's worth buying at the full amount but uh a couple quick things here you can support us on patreon go to this xbox life forward slash patreon and also uh you can give us a tip at this xboxlife.com forward slash donate, you know, nothing's required, but, uh, if you want to support the show, uh, you know, anything that you can throw our way is greatly appreciated. It helps defray server costs or not server costs, uh, hosting costs and all that good stuff. So it's definitely very appreciated. And also make sure to subscribe to the channel on Twitch mixer and YouTube, which I'm hoping that we're streaming to live. So on to a couple of things that I want to talk about. Not a whole lot this week. Um, just uh, three, four things, something like that. But the one of the bigger things that happened this past week was Bungie called it quits with Activision. And I don't know if they did. It's us, not you, or it's you, not us. Whatever the case may be, they're going to be splitting with Activision or Acta Blizzard whatever you want to call them. Bungie also gets to keep destiny. And so apparently there's been years of tension between the two. And uh, when this announcement was made, apparently (laughs) employees at Bungie were like popping champagne and, (laughs) and hooting and hollering. They were all happy. So, I don't know what they're thinking with the, you know, they, they just must've been ecstatic. It was just uh, probably a late Christmas present or a late holiday present for the folks at, uh, at Bungie. Hey, Sober David. Um, but uh, yeah, apparently there's been a whole lot of, um, I guess Activision hasn't been happy with the sales of you know destiny franchise lately it it, it's not meeting their sales standards whatever those might be and there's another thing that i thought was really kind of interesting was that according to activision's requirements of bungie they had to launch a new game every year and you know if maybe as a developer as a developer you're not ready so you're not ready to give out a new title, but your agreement forces you to. So that could lead to some subpar, you know, releases, and in the end, the game suffers. You know, players are unhappy. But uh, that's a interesting uh, thing that happened here, and it, hopefully, it's all for the best. It's better for Bungie. I don't know. If It's better for Activision, whatever. But, uh, and then it looks like Bungie also has a new game in development uh, after getting a $100 million investment from NetEase. So that was kind of interesting as well. But, uh, so hopefully it's all for the best. Bungie goes back to what they're really good at doing and it's creating some really good games. They've done Halo, they've done Destiny. And uh, Gunny Chief just mentioned here, uh, Bungie should come crawling back to MS, and or Microsoft, and that would be interesting. That definitely would be interesting. I would be very surprised to see an announcement. Well, pleasantly surprised to see an announcement at E3 where they say, "Hey, a new acquisition." From Microsoft, Bungie Studios coming back. You know, well, they've had a not-so-great history uh, in in the past with the whole Halo thing, Then Bungie kind of split off. But Microsoft, I think, is a different company now. And maybe Bungie's a different company now as well. So maybe, you know, they could uh, make some beautiful games together. We shall see. Then uh, Phil Spencer, of course, had a comment on this whole thing. He sent out a, a tweet uh, on the 10th saying, Looking forward to a very bright future, working one of with one of my favorite independent studios on one of my favorite franchises. Excited to see how they continue to grow and evolve Destiny. So Phil Spencer's... Always done a you know really nice job on Twitter you know congratulating people and this is no different but it'll be interesting to see if anything becomes of the relationship between Bungie and Microsoft. So uh, that is that. Uh, Forbes had an interesting article where they discussed. Um, The title was actually, Xbox losing the console war looks to be the best thing that's happened to gaming in years. And, you know, after reading this article, and I'll I'll read a couple blurbs of it, just because I think this is really interesting. So, you know, we know the history where the Xbox launch kind of got flubbed. I guess that's a technical way to put it. where they lost focus, as a lot of us think, where they were really pushing the whole TV aspect. They were really hammering Kinect into everybody's living room, forcing everybody, you know, to get the Kinect-Xbox combo. You know, I think that they had a couple of really interesting uh, things up their sleeve in terms of game sharing and such, which kind of got hosed as looks like they stripped out a lot of stuff and, you know, came back to like the real basics. And then we took a whole bunch of years to even get back to like where it was rolling again. Yeah. Gunny says Sony has the best selling console and the worst selling console. And that's really interesting because uh, there, there's some truth to that. There's some definite truth to that because uh, you know, even though they sell a lot, there's a barbed edge to that, I guess. But anyway, um, going back to what I was saying here about the different uh, about the consoles and how uh, Microsoft's botch botched uh, launch kind of reinvigorated them and made them to rethink a lot of things and in many ways be extremely innovative. And is that a proper way to say it? They had a lot of innovation in the last couple of years. Maybe uh, I should rephrase, but, um, you know, speaking of innovation, um, they talk here about how we have the Xbox one X. This is a prime example of what Microsoft has done to innovate where their console is so superior to the PS4 Pro that Forbes says the only reason to get a pro is really to play console exclusives on the Sony side. And, and there's quite a few of them actually but every game that is cross-platform that exists on both sony and microsoft's side the xbox version looks better and you know in part it's to the 4k gaming i guess on the xbox one x so microsoft also innovated in hardware in accessories they had the design lab which is still around, you know, it's still in the background there. You can design whatever, you know, controller you want in terms of color. And you can even, you know, label your, your uh, little gamer tag on there. Uh, They also have the elite controllers. They have the adaptive controllers. So, and you know, I can also say that the Kinect was also innovative, even though it didn't make it. But to some degree, it did better, I think, than Sony's Move guys, those little Q-tip ping pong ball things. So um, they had that kind of innovation. Uh, compatibility with backwards compatibility. You know, I think that's extremely innovative where they have hundreds and hundreds of titles that are now available to be played. Going back two generations, original Xbox and 360, and that's pretty amazing. Uh, also with um, you know Game Pass, that's definitely another innovative thing, right? Game Pass, a service, a subscription service. We've always talked about the whole um, Netflix-like service. Well, that's almost exactly what this is. Well, except you don't have to mail anything back and forth. Uh, we also have the stuff that I talked about last week, HDMI 2.1, uh, 120 hertz refresh rates, low automatic low latency, variable refresh rate. You know, it's all in there. You know, the PlayStation has had some innovation itself with the PlayStation VR. That's kind of a, an alternative to going the extremely expensive PC route. Because if you don't have an up-to-date PC, you're not going to be playing a lot of VR because it just can't can't function uh, with like an old graphics card and all that. Um, let's see here. So, you know, those are a bunch of the things that they discussed in this article. And, you know, it's cool that, an, you know, an organization like Forbes, which to me is a fairly respect, you know, respected, uh, uh, publication, you know, and by the way, it's really cool that they're doing a whole ton of gaming content lately. Cause whenever I play Fortnite battle Royale and I'm looking for something, I usually go to them cause uh, they have a pretty good view of the map and so forth. And they tell you exactly where the stuff is without a lot of garbage that a lot of other sites do. But, uh, you know, it's pretty cool that they're posting this and they're actually giving the thumbs up to Microsoft for a change because we know a lot of publications and media outlets really love to tout Sony all the time. But, uh, you know, both systems are good and it's nice to see that uh, Microsoft is, is uh, being acknowledged here. But uh, another thing here, we talked about uh, some predictions from Michael Pachter uh, a couple shows or last couple of shows. And he's got some more uh, predictions for what's going to be happening later on this year. And out of all of these analysts, I think uh, Pactor is pretty close to being right on most of the time. I mean, nobody's perfect. You can't get her right every single time, but he does pretty good. And he's saying that, the ps4 and xbox one will receive price cuts this year you know we've had price cuts over and over and over in the xbox one you know time frame because originally started at what 500 499 with connect and then 399 now they're at like the 299 that you can find quite a few sub 299 and uh we're looking to see some more price cuts apparently And this really goes, I think, outside of the whole new consoles that are coming out, like the cheaper consoles that are coming out uh, supposedly this year or next couple months, actually, from some of the rumors that we've been reading. But uh, he says, uh, I think we'll probably get a price cut on all of them, meaning all the consoles. And Nintendo may position it... Uh, as a reinvented switch i think this is is kind of interesting on the switch aspect and he's saying my guess that nintendo is going to take the switch and get rid of the switch part so it'll be handheld only they'll probably just make the joy cons part of the integrated body of the tablet and probably drop the price get rid of the docking station and external power supply just turn this thing into a handheld that's rechargeable with a power cord like a normal handheld and charge two hundred dollars for it that'd be kind of interesting uh a more affordable switch without all of that stuff that um, some people don't want like i know my son he really has no interest ever in playing the switch on a tv it's always handheld and if you can get rid of that whole joy-con mess with charging and um with Well, I guess then you couldn't detach them to play some of those games. But I think some of those games where you wanted to detach the Joy-Cons, you really won't play those games on the TV. But, uh, you know, Nintendo makes tons of different versions of their handheld. So I could see this being an option. And then uh, he continues on to say, uh, and Sony can probably cut the price. Microsoft probably will cut the price. You'll probably get $199 Xbox and a $249 PlayStation and a $199 Switch that's handheld only. And that'll probably be enough to drive unit demand and keep it consistent year over year. So that's kind of interesting. And uh, I don't know if we'll see any kind of change anytime soon, meaning I bet it'll probably happen later on, closer to the holidays, because... That seems to be the hot time to make these cuts anyway, but, uh, interesting. So it'd be interesting to see if it'll force people to buy more Xboxes, but, uh, speaking to gaming here, that is super old, that might be coming to the Xbox, that's Borderlands. So Borderlands came out almost 10 years ago in 2009. it got released for the 360 and it looks like uh the taiwan digital game rating committee rated borderlands game of the year edition for xbox one and ps4 so i know that we've had borderlands in various flavors over the past couple of years like the handsome jack version and you know, the telltale games and so forth. But, uh, you know, that was Borderlands 2. And then, uh, what, we also had Borderlands Pre-Sequel. I think that one, uh, I think, uh, yeah, the Pre-Sequel. And then uh, Borderlands 3 might be around the corner. So, hey, getting a remastered game of the year improved for Xbox One X version of the original might be pretty cool. I don't know if I would play it, but uh, it was definitely a fantastic game. I definitely enjoyed pretty much all of the Borderlands games, except I really didn't play the Telltale one. But uh, yeah, look for this thing sometime soon. And I believe that is all. Not a whole lot again this week. So let's see here. Uh, If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, You can go to thisxboxlife.com, click on the voicemail widget at the right-hand side of the screen, click on that. You can leave a message up to 90 seconds long. If you need to do a longer time, you can leave multiple or send a recording to contact at thisxboxlife.com, mp3 preferable because, you know, small size and all that. Uh, Also, we're on Twitter, thisxboxlife.com forward slash Twitter, or you can search for us at thisxboxlife. We have a Facebook group. This is a closed group, meaning you have to ask for permission. We get regular requests to join the group without answering these simple little questions. So if you go to ask for um, membership to the group, answer the questions. They're super easy. Put something in there. Well, put something up, put something in there, Put, put something correct in there. And, uh, I won't tell you what it is, but you should be able to figure it out. And uh, that's a closed group, meaning that only members of the group can see the posts. So it stays within the group. And the more the merrier. Come join. All right. Now, retail releases. Okay. All right, retail releases for the week of January 15th through the 18th. So I believe that's what, Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday the 15th through Friday the 18th. Got a couple of things. On the 15th, we have Smoke and Sacrifice. Big surprise here. The Walking Dead, the final season, episode three, Broken Toys. This is a continuation of the Walking Dead Telltale game. Um, The only thing that's really lasting from the closing of Telltale. I believe uh, what Skybound, I think that's the name of the studio, Uh, they picked up some of these people. I guess uh, Skybound's also the guys that do The Walking Dead. But uh, they picked up some of the folks that are responsible for The Walking Dead and they're having them finish the last season. Then we have the Grand Tour game on the 15th. This is, uh, if you like racing and you like those guys from that British car show, which uh, we won't mention, I guess, because the Grand New Flavor is the Grand Tour. But uh, the Grand Tour out on the 15th, And then Onimusha, Warlords on the 15th. The 16th brings us Planet R-I-X-13 or Rix-13. 17th, we have Hell Warders. El Vastia Chronicles on the 18th. We have Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown. I'm kind of curious about this one. I really like the original Ace Combat. Didn't really like any of the ones after that, but I don't know. And I keep meaning to check out Hawks, because every time I look at Hawks, um, it's in Back Compat, supposedly, but I can't find it in the store. I, I need to try again. It's been a little while since I tried. And then also on the 18th, we have Guacamele 2. This is a pretty fun game, at least the original was, and I'm expecting more of the same with, uh, with version 2 here. And then Farm Together on the 19th. This will probably be the surprise hit of the year. We'll see. And then, uh, Gunny also mentioned uh, pre-sequel was not good. 1 and 2, Borderlands 1 and 2, are good. Yeah, it's pretty much right on the money there. All right, Games with Gold. We have Celeste continuing through the month of January. I keep meaning to try this one, still haven't tried it. And then uh, brand new to the scene on wednesday we have wrd6 if you want to get your racing on you can pick snag that and then uh, exiting on the 15th is never alone for xbox 360 we have lara croft and the garden of light leaving yet again on the 15th as it's been in game like games with gold here a couple times or at least once this is the second time or third time whatever and then uh, far cry 2 is coming in january on the 16th so make sure to grab those even if even if um you don't have an xbox 360 you can play them on your xbox one so they're definitely worth snagging the more games the merrier and then uh as usual the final announcements are if you make any purchases on amazon make sure to use our affiliate link uh It doesn't cost you anything extra to use our Amazon affiliate link, but we get a teeny tiny little finder's fee for sending you their way. You can find that on our website and you can find it on the Facebook group up at the top under announcements, click on the store that applies to you US or UK and um, use that each and every time you make your purchases on there. Uh, Also, if you're an iTunes user, Find the show on there. Give us a five-star rating. That'd be much appreciated. Great way to support the show. It just takes a couple seconds to do this. The more ratings that we get, the more five-star ratings that we get, the more we get boosted in the rankings. And everybody likes to be at the top of the rankings now, don't they? But And then uh, also uh, follow us on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube, which I hope we're streaming on right now. Actually, I hope we're streaming <laughs> anywhere uh, and it's being recorded properly. And then uh, thanks to learned your lesson for the music. And then uh, Yak says I liked Celeste. It has some nest style difficulty. So yeah, Celeste looks interesting. It's one of these cutesy little games that uh, hopefully is hopefully cool. So I'm looking forward to trying it. So uh, that's it. Uh, not too long of a show here. That's it for uh, episode five twelve. We'll see how this recording went. I'm excited to see what awaits for me, what kind of editing nightmare I might have. But I'm hoping for the best. So, all right, folks, uh, my name is Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll catch you all next week with more changes just to make things interesting, make things exciting. Later.